It's your boy, Super Duper here, man. Shout out to Not Politically Correct. God damn it. Coolest podcast in the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. Episode 29 of Not Politically Correct. I can't believe we made it this far in uh, a recent event. Definitely got a shout out all of our listeners across the world. You know what's dope? We have way more fans in Mexico than we do in the U.S. That's hilarious. Shout out to Mexico. All our essays and our small, what does that say, short Fucking A, Cody. You had one job. How'd you fuck one up your job. own joke? Shout out all the essays up. and short stories. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said. Right across the border. They're going to be like, oh, McCoy's smart with that joke. <laughs> across the page, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not, because I said you fucked it up. White people fucking up shit yet again. Yeah, but. They're like, he forgot it because he tried to build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you are, definitely, you guys, uh, I mean, you, lo- you listen to us on SoundCloud because we don't have any other platforms. You can leave comments on SoundCloud. <laughs> And you can look us up on our um, our social media platforms. Hit us up. Let us know what's going down. So wait. Our... <laughs> go, go ahead, Russ. So, because they're essays <laughs> and short stories, does that mean they write in Helvetica? We didn't... <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to let this man introduce himself in a sec, but make sure you guys uh, look us up on Facebook. Our uh, Facebook group is Not Politically Correct Podcast. Your bubbles. Our page, yes, that is, dope. is NPC Podcast. <laughs> we're doing our, adults. <laughs> our Twitter is Not PC Podcast. Russell? Uh, it's Russ, the barman, a.k.a. Teddy Russ. A.K.A. Smooth Fingers, A.K.A. Gentleman R, A.K.A. Rust the Butt. <laughs> I guess those are my tires deflating. <laughs> <laughs> Lose weight, Russell. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes on the couch and shit. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Snakes on this bus. Cody, a.k.a. Brody, a.k.a. Ghost, a.k.a. Nickname Nathaniel, a.k.a. Banjo Joe, a.k.a. Embellishing Emily, you what? bitch. What? I, Emily the shit out of it. Mm. Oh, that was my turn. Is there, wait, Banjo Joe. See the record and everything. <laughs> Why am I like saying it like I'm proud of it now? <laughs> I own this. Banjo. <laughs> uh, it's, your, <laughs> it's your boy Rima McCoy, aka Mr. What It Do, aka Young Splash God, aka No Cap Charlie, aka Doped Up Danny, aka Smooth Job Johnny, aka Hallway Jones, because your, your bitch, bitch might make, make me a ringtone. Also, I got a new one. It's uh, Blowing Bubbles Billy and shit. So. Uh, yeah, no. Also, wait, I was gonna say Waved Up Willie, but that's another pause. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the homie. T.S. A.K.A. C. Nova. You know I gotcha. And I got some extra ones. Because I, I wanted to do Mexican Raiden. Uh-oh. That was dope. Uh-oh. That was hilarious. Uh-oh. I'm Mexican. rocking that. Mexican Raiden. Mexican Raiden. Hookah Hank. Uh-oh. Hey, Hookah what? Hank. Hookah what? Hank. A.K.A. I'm moving to Houston in next year, November. <laughs> That's a lie, right? Nope. <coughs> Wait, what? Yep. Shame on <laughs> your name. <laughs> 
explain yourself. Yeah, First so, thing out to you. I, um, so last week I wasn't on the uh, the episode. Do we because... have to talk about this right now? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, listen, people. So this I, is the fucked up story of the week. It, it, it's the worst story of the week. For, listen, I just want you all to know I have a headache right now. Why, why I have a headache is because I drank a lot last night and I cried. An extreme amount last night <laughs> because of this. Story? Because of this story, this, this is the fucked up story of the month. What you talking this about? Happen. Of the year. Let me just say one thing real quick. If you are in a Milwaukee podcast and move to Texas, you're stupid. Shame <laughs> on Ara, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so Reese, that's two now. Cody just called you stupid. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. You uh, what? Shout out YBO. Shout out YBO. Um, yeah. It was a dope vacation. Been talking about it for a while, and uh, opportunity is there. So, occupational opportunity? Oh, no, I get to I get to keep my, the same job I got. I can work anywhere I have an internet connection. He likes small people. That's why he's moving. Small people? Smog. Smog. I was like, you're telling some people. I could just dick about it for a little bit. Yeah, I sure. could just be yeah, whiny yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I um, remember when you cut your hair and I was all a little pissy. This is take your that energy <laughs> towards him right now. Go and sports. Uh, well, not but yeah, that that's uh that's a thing. It's, it's not a thing. It, it's a thing. It's a thing. But it's not going to happen until twenty twenty, like November, that December twenty twenty. So much better. Yeah, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of Saturdays. Right. <laughs> you know who died in Texas? John F. Kennedy. Did he? Arlington. Did. Dallas, but still. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it's essay for Arlington. So, like <laughs> Way to bring the mood down. Yeah, no problem. Tell me about it. But Definitely didn't think you were going to bring that up right now for the podcast. Uh, yeah, so. well, I had to figure out some way to tell everybody. The guys. The guys. The guys. That's why he's like, hey, you want some apple pie? <laughs> Let yeah. me get you, hey, buddy, yeah. old pal. Let me get you drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, so sports. So sports. Everything sports-related in Houston sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah, um, the Texans are pretty good, though, honestly. And the, and the Rockets. Now I can come down there and be yeah, a Rockets fan, player. officially. <laughs> officially? Right now you're unofficially a fan? Yeah, I could probably find cheap gear down there and send it back. Don't send me your fucking Houston trash. <laughs> Keep you and your gear and your small down there, goddammit. Thanks for my Huston Ricketts jersey. <laughs> <laughs> no tag on this bitch. <laughs> Huston Ricketts. <laughs> well, yeah, speaking of the national... <laughs> Huston Ricketts. <laughs> Jimmy Harden. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Harden. <laughs> Huston Ricketts. <laughs> so, got a breather. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the, the news for that. But speaking of the National Ballers Association, <laughs> game one of the finals <laughs> was this past week, and um, totally forgot about it. So, last night I said, hey, babe. Do me a favor, since you're on your phone, uh, check the score of the Warriors and the Raptors. And she said that the Raptors won. And I said, I'm very upset because that probably means that Drake is happy. And that makes me very unhappy. 
You know what's funny? So I saw that uh, on Drake's left bicep, like near his inner elbow area, he's got a tattoo from 2017. You've seen that too? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Steph Curry. He's got like his number and then like a, his name or nickname or something. And then next to that is Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. And, Drake have this? Yeah, yeah. From, t- from 2017. So yesterday, or not yesterday, during the first finals game, yeah. he showed up wearing their dad Del Curry yeah, I saw jersey, that. Raptors jersey, yeah. with an armband over that tattoo. It's funny, they, they saw the video where like Del Curry, like him and his wife were walking to the, you know, walking to sit down, and they saw Drake, and Drake was back at him, and he was like, yep, yep, I got your jersey. It was... And it, and um, really, Steph, thanks for giving me money. <laughs> uh, Steph, Steph Curry's dad started dying laughing, like, cause he just knew, like, you just know Drake's a fucking troll. You just know he's just a light skinned troll. That's. But like, you I didn't know he was a troll till like this year. Like, usually that's fifty cents job. Were you not there when he totally had a beef with Meek Mill? That whole beef was a troll beef. I he knew was doing, of it. He was doing shit like making like the memes and shit is what made him. The internet is what. Okay, Drake Someone, did snap with back to back, but like the internet is what won that beef. The internet is what facilitated him being so successful in that because it started on Twitter. I and forgot use, about the memes. They use memes and oh, shit. Uh, PSA: This sports segment's gonna be totally music related, all about Drake. Sorry. Continue. No, it is. I'm. I'm. I was all fuck Drake this whole 15 minutes. Okay. No. Yeah. He's just a troll. But like, like when he got into beef with uh, Meek Mills and he did the OVO fest that year. He wore a free Meek Mills t-shirt. Like, all of it was meme-ready material. All of it was meme-ready. Didn't Fury do that? He had, like, a chain of, like, whoever he was beefing with at the Times uh, record label. Really? I didn't know. If you I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, that seemed like some 50 Cent shit. And it, apparently that, like, chain was stolen, but he's like, no, I just, you know, I just got this. Like, oh, I thought that was him. 50 Cent, that sounds like some 50 Cent shit. I could see him doing that to Ja Rule. But, so, uh... Drake has a post on Instagram uh, wearing a LeBron James high school jersey, Akron, and someone commented said, "Don't disrespect the king like that. Take that jersey off. He wouldn't have done Adidon like that, or took Adidon like a bitch." <laughs> oh, got it, got it. Adidon, the son. Yes. And he deserves more than an Adidas press run. Yes, I was just listening to that song the other day. I love it. I listen to it every so often. So, how are the Brewers doing? I don't know. It has nothing to do with Drake being dumb, so a lot I think of them, doing I right. was I was honestly surprised that the Raptors won the first game. Me too. Me mm-hmm. too. Me too. Because No, I, I no, was very I, surprised too. Because then that, that actually means that the Raptors have a chance have a chance yeah. and they're actually the best in the league. This year. Well here's the thing. We were, Bucks are first overall. Don't no comebacks. No, I know uh, no, no, no comebacks. I mean, scoreboard. <clears throat> but listen, though. But listen, though. But listen, scoreboard. though. But listen, though. Bucks in five years. <clears throat> <laughs> but listen, I feel like the Raptors, I, I would be okay with them winning because it, I, two, things, two things about sports for me. I love an underdog. I love a team that has not gotten there getting oh, it finally. Like, like, the, like, when Cle- like even, though, even, though, even though I don't know if I'm a big LeBron fan, I don't know. I'm not a LeBron hater like I Have you though. seen? When, he won, when Cleveland won... A few years ago, like two years ago, I was happy because Cleveland never never won one. Right. I need team. I hate when you have a league of teams and only about eight teams have won championships. 
And it's always the same one. Like, this is the yeah, fifth all, time in a row that yeah. the Warriors are I really, going back to the... I really team. wish that we would bomb the Patriots. Get them the fuck out of here. Like, yeah, I can't... Yeah. I can't. I don't want to see Patriots win another Super Bowl for another... Fuck Drake. Fuck decades. Tom Brady. Fuck Bill Belichick. Hey. Rob Gronkowski retired. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. He did. He did. Um, there's... I don't know if I mentioned that, but that was, like, definitely two months ago. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to say. When you said I was like, yeah, I heard about that uh, A while ago. in April and yeah, shit. Right. <laughs> right. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh. Have you seen the documentary name? What was it called? Uh, name of the game, I think. That oh. LeBron James one, but <laughs> like when he was in high school and the whole team. And they, oh yeah, the one that they had the forever track on. This is really sports yeah. and music mix today. So this is a half hour awesome segment. Let's get it. <laughs> no, that's um, a that's a good. Uh, that sound the soundtrack to that uh, brought Eminem, Wayne, Drake, and Kanye West together for the song Forever. Really? Yeah, that was that was on that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. Huh. Well, that's a fun fact. Yeah. Oh, the Brewers. I looked them up uh, because you had asked. And right now, we're second in the Central still Division. behind the Cubs. Cubs. Yes, that's yucky. So still. last time I looked, we were still second behind the Cubs. And um, we were fourth overall in the whole league, I think. I don't know about overall in the whole league. But at but least it says first. Divisional Conference, and uh, which I think we're still second in the Conference. And then uh, fourth overall in MLB. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. The National League of Baseball. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with that. Aubrey. It's a National American. Forget I didn't know she's this. a porn star. Let her be your world. Yuck. That was Cody's Pusher T. Yes. Yeah. Pusher T. Pusher T. Push a ton. A ton. Um, <laughs> speaking of, are we? Is there more sports to be at? Um, let's just go around. So, why do you hate Drake? <laughs> <laughs> Russell hates some Drake. <laughs> I'm convinced that Cody is starting doing coke before he comes here every Saturday. He does a half a gram of coke every. Saturday morning, Cody, just let us know you have a problem. It, it starts with admitting it. Listen, I will be completely up front and plead the fifth. Yo, remind Cody me. Cody does some coke. Remind me again. Um, <laughs> <Head ass. laughs> when did you start hating Drake and why do you still hate Drake? So, okay, should we go through history? Yes. And, and I don't know when, how intrigued you are. In 1999. So in college. Is it because he didn't die after he got shot? And Degrassi? Yeah. No, actually, I liked him then, and I was sad that he got shot. That was probably my, the first time I started not liking white people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no. didn't, wait, but didn't Drake people make, I, I didn't watch the show, but didn't Drake's people make fun and tease the white guy? So Drake kind of had it coming, right? Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah exactly. Man. Even in, even, even in, even in fake life, Drake is a fuck Drake. He, fuck Jimmy. He was wearing the, that white guy's dad's jersey to school. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 no, um, he did though. He was he was teasing the white guy, right? He was a fuck boy. He's a fuck boy. Fuck you, big boy. He got shot in the wood because he was a fuck boy. He shot in the back of the wood. He gonna kill you. Um, no, but, but like, no. why do you hate? When did you start hating Drake? Okay, and so why like, do you still hate him? I don't know if this is when I first got introduced to him, but I remember in college, NBA 2K11 came out. Got that because it was all it was like the game with 
you can play every Jordan. There's like rookie I'll Jordan, that, you know. It's like, oh, there's Jordan with hair. Oh, there's <laughs> Jordan old and sucks with knee brace. Uh, <laughs> there's Jordan with hair. There's a. Was it, was it there was because there was a time when Jordan had. 84. Really? 84. Okay, really quick pause. We're talking about sports shit. There was a time when Jordan had hair. Yeah. In the league. Briefly. In the yeah. league. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the league. It was early on. He was a young man. He wasn't going bald yet. And yeah, he could have been going bald because if you shave it, they don't know. Well, I mean, hey, maybe he thought he was going to cut it. the AIDS out of his hair. You know, Magic Johnson was around with AIDS and that touching was, people. He got it. You know, it was in 92 that he got diagnosed. Or oh, he cut it before. Yeah. All right. Well, never mind. Not the AIDS thing. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Alphabets. So. Drake. Okay. So, uh, what was that song? I know way too many people here right now that I didn't know last over. year. Yep, Ooh, it is over. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that was on the soundtrack of NBA 2K11, and I was like, oh, I like that song. Yeah, so then I yeah. bought the album. Um, it was horrible. I liked it. Thank you later. Thank me later. Thank me now. Some shit. Yep. Thank, Thank me later. later. You know, um, I like that album. And I actually still listen to it from time to time. I like that album. Yeah. Um, and then he just, it, it was when he was getting new, and then he started getting very popular, which I was like, okay, now I don't like you because you're huge and cocky about it, and every time I, you know, it's like he could make a shitty song on the radio and the girls are loving it, it's like, it's not, you're just like Drake, you're not even like, Yeah, the song isn't real, even you know? good, you're just liking it because it came out of Drake's mouth, got Pause, it. yeah, exactly. So, alright, then... What's say? I don't even remember buying some albums. Like I look through my CDs and I'm like, I have Take Care. When did I get Take Care? I don't remember that. Um, take Care was Take Care is to this day. Take Care and Take Care and if you're reading this, it's too late. Is Drake's two best bodies of work? But if you just like how everyone felt about Justin Bieber, like he was getting big and successful, but people hated him, you know, kind of thing. That's how kind of how, how I people, felt about Drake. How people feel about LeBron and how people feel about right. Michael felt about Michael. You Jordan build them up just to rip them down. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. And then he just proves it's kind of like that meme where it's like it was like last week or week before it said uh, this is the anniversary nine whatever thirteen year anniversary where Fifty Cent got shot nine times <laughs> and every nine. day he shows us why he got shot nine times <laughs> nineteen like, year, nineteen year anniversary yeah yeah that was Dude, like forty that years was ago hilarious <laughs> every day he shows us why he got shot nine times <laughs> like this nigga but didn't it's just like get now shot one time why he. <laughs> Should be hated. Like I don't think he deserved it, but now he's like, "Oh, you want to hate me? I'll give you a reason to hate you me." Have to, but you have to, you have to develop into that because me, me, people, people are always gonna find something to hate about something. And yeah. so, if you are legitimately not doing anything for people to hate, then you have to be like, "Yep, hate me." Yeah, and Legit. actually, like a year, year and a half ago or so, I had a Facebook status that said uh, something like, "LeBron James." Just had like thirty thousand points or something like that, and uh, Drake had I forget what it was, this many streams or stayed number one one for this long. And it was both records for both of them, and I said I have love hate relationship for both of them, but you got to give up give it up to them, and they're doing good and props. But yeah, I just had to ask you because it seemed like you had a genuine You're like, hate why for is it Drake. So powerful. <laughs> yeah, this is a genuine hatred, not even a, a strong dislike. This is a genuine hatred for this dude. I'm like, yo, why, just really what did tan. he do? He's just really tan. <laughs> all right, I feel it. <laughs> right, right, right. What do you call Drake when he brews... Wait, when he makes coffee? When you... Ju- mm, fuck, I gotta edit that. Because <laughs> he's Jewish, there's a joke like, what do you call a Jew that makes coffee? He brews it or something? She brews you, you it. You may leave now. Okay. 
Take you, <laughs> take your alpine and your shea butter and go. Shea, 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 shea. Shea. All right. <laughs> shea butter. <laughs> what else you got for sports? Um, well, Aubrey Graham is another person I don't like. So the. Re- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all. It does sound like a football player, shit. <laughs> right, Aubrey Graham. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Who's- Graham. <laughs> Aubrey Graham. Who's the guy? Jimmy Graham. He's a tight end from the Saints, and now he's on. This is his second year with the Packers now. Got it. And they, speaking they of sports, what's going on in music? <laughs> well, transitioning. He <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> pulled over. Oh, no, you're civic. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, but before we get off of sports, I just want to say all the positions of football really sound suspect. I just laugh every time I hear like. What's wrong with quarterback? Running back? Tight end? Double, okay, tight end. Double penetration Wide in the receiver, backfield. Fullback. Yikes right. and yikes and more yikes. <laughs> All the yikes. Safety. Tight end. <laughs> Is there a halfback? Yeah. There's a fullback and a halfback. That's a skinnier one. Oh, yeah? Smaller one. Shotgun. Ice lot. I mean, it's a lot of suspicious position. shit right. <laughs> in sports in general. I just like the fact that they played with fractions. Like, they didn't want to come up with any new creative names. There's <laughs> like, there's a fullback, halfback, quarterback. <laughs> Eighth back. Right. We got a 16th back here. <laughs> this is just an eight ball right here. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> a 12% back. You know, 3.5 back. Right. Listen, listen, they got, uh... <laughs> this is a zip back. <laughs> play time. It's called dime. Right. 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 They do dime have a dime bag play. Dime, dime, there's dime, there's nickel. Yeah. Um, yeah, they, get, uh, right, yeah, not bad. There's a nickel back? <laughs> oh, you're fine. There's, 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 there's that meme of that one guy at the table, and it said, Drake is the nickel back of rap. Change my mind. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, uh, yeah he's definitely not the nickel back of rap. Why does everybody hate nickel back, though? Why does everybody hate Drake, though? Look at this graph. <laughs> Look at this rap. Look at this rap. <laughs> I think Nickelback um, is the butt of most jokes because mm-hmm. they didn't show any growth. Like they're the same oh, band I all think, the fucking time. Okay, like they have the same sound. They, there's no growth at all. They pigeonhole themselves and they get made fun of for it. Now I would like to say this. That might be one of the reasons I like Nickelback because everything I heard from them, I was like, "Oh man, I fuck with this. It sounds like Nickelback." You like Nickelback? I, 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 I'm no, not judging. I just I, didn't I, know. no, no. I'm not. I haven't bought any CDs or anything, but any all mm-hmm. singles, anything that I've ever heard from them, I'm like, <laughs> I haven't bought anything from them, but I bootlegged the fuck out of them. Right, exactly. <laughs> a lot of downloading, a lot of, a lot of Napster. Um, mad respect. I mean, my buddy, I said. <laughs> My buddy says he doesn't like Rage Against the Machine because every song song sounds the same. And I'm like, that's why I like Rage Against the Machine. Which, by the way, conspiracy theory. Do you guys realize that they played Rage Against the Machine at the very end of the Matrix because they're fighting the machines? They probably did that on purpose. Actually did not. Mind blown. Thank you, sir. And Neo, you switch the letters around. Is one, <laughs> which apparently he, they said he's not the one, and I'm like, what? Are you, I'll fight you. So yeah, I love the Matrix. So, me, too, me too. Mm. Me too. Me <laughs> too. Uh, so sports. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Let's 
going on with music, big boy? Did we just become best friends at Art Moving of Houston? In, in music. In, in music. Well, in music. Okay. Um, can we stop talking about the Houston thing? So, in music. Oh, shit. Beast. Whoa. Okay, I'm having a come to Jesus moment right now. I didn't know that Beast Coast uh, released a CD. We're gonna talk. We're definitely gonna talk about that next week. That's uh, Flatbush Zombies, Underachievers. Uh, some people uh, from Pro I think Joy Badass in there. Beast Coast is a bunch of people from the East Coast that kind of <laughs> did like a conglomerate come together. I didn't. It's called Escape from New. I didn't know that they released the joint. Holy shit! I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sitting here having a moment. Um, so we're gonna be talking about that next week. Definitely gonna be listening to that. You know, I worked with the guy that. Um, he was really into Flatbush Zombies, and this was like in 2013. But is that something I should actually listen to? Yes, I thought you. I thought you were about to make a joke about working with me in 2016 because I was really into Flatbush uh, Zombies then. The rappers, rock band, pop rappers, band, ra- jazz. They, they're rappers from uh, Brooklyn, Har- uh, oh, Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, definitely dope. Definitely. I I suggest if anybody goes to listen to anything first, uh, thug. Uh, what is it? I think it's Thug Waffles. And um and um and palm trees. I'm sorry, Thug Waffles. Yep, I think that's I think that's the name of the song, Thug Waffles. It's the remix of uh, Gangsters it's, Pancakes. It's, but it's, co- it's cold as a bitch. It's cold as a bitch. <laughs> Gangsters Pancakes. <laughs> you know I got. <laughs> Wait a minute. <sighs> yeah, Thug Waffle. Thug Waffle is one of the, the Texas Toast Salt Mexican shit. <laughs> But no, flat Flatbush Zombies, um, Beast Coast. This Flatbush Zombies, um, Underachievers. A bunch of people from the East Coast kind of came together and they dropped the album called Escape from New York. I didn't know it came out right now, so I want to listen to that and get get back to y'all on that. But I want to talk about two things today. Um, and my question for this week. Here's the thing. Um, I want to talk about two things today. And my question, if anybody wants to debate this, talk about this. West Coast artists. Um, I've been listening to YG for real, for real album the last couple of days and um i i i'm a fan of that shit like it's so me me and my girlfriend alexis we were driving around yesterday enjoying the weather and i threw on yg i didn't mean to keep listening i didn't want to hear uh stop snitching which is my shit that shit turned me up um so i turned that on and i just let the album kind of i did some shuffling on the album let the album play through and oh, man, I cannot shuffle. It's I usually listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me very closely. I am. I am against. <laughs> I am against shuffling albums. You can shuffle your playlist. Do not shuffle. He they yeah. created it to sound a certain way. They, they put it in a certain order yes. for a certain reason. I don't usually yeah. do that. I I apologize to YG for even doing that to his to his masterpiece. It wasn't supposed to go like that. But yeah, it, it, I, I I can't it listen to, to albums that are shuffled. If I especially if I wrong. know. I've listened like Marshmallow's LP, for instance. Oh God! I can't play the songs out of order. Right? If she don't cut, if, if she, I even if I start you know in the middle of what the, the next CD, song is, I have to play and then right, exactly from that point on. Right? Yep. There's yep. no shuffling. So I so we were driving and I was sinning, shuffling his album. But my question to you guys is, who do you think currently of current day artists really carries on that West Coast sound? West. Would you say Schoolboy? Would you say Schoolboy? Would you yeah. say Kendrick? Because I wouldn't say Kendrick. I say Kendrick's Definitely a good rapper. No. He don't have no West Coast like YG album. YG you YG can, album. I'm playing that album and the bounce on I that mean, joint and like the way he's rapping. I, can't, he, I couldn't even say Snoop. Like right, it's Snoop's, that Snoop's not old. I'm, Snoop Snoop's not even current. Like current day rappers from the West Coast that really got that bounce. Like yeah, like I'm listening to YG and I'm just like, man, this is vibes. This remind me of like some '95 shit. Yo, 
I I've always loved the the producers that came out of the West Coast. They yeah. always had not. It wasn't a twang. It was something they they did with just yeah. yeah like, it's like the funk. This funk. Is yes. Basically, yes. Yeah. G funk is you know what Drake kind of created, but everything that came oh, after. Drake. Drake. No. You will leave. Let me tell you something. Fuck Drake because uh, no. So G. So Dr. Dre created G funk, and I would like to say this also. We gonna need to start giving credit to Warren G. Hell yeah! Doctor Dre's stepbrother was also there in the background. He did a lot of that. He did a lot of that shit. Wait, help usher in that. I didn't stuff. know they were stepbrothers. Yeah, their parent, Dre's mom and Dre's mom and uh, Warren G's dad are, have been married. They were married before. That's how. Oh. That's how Snoop met Dre. Warren G. From, Warren G. Nate Dogg and history lesson, everybody. Warren G. Nate Dogg and Snoop um, were a group called Two One Three, and put Warren G. Gave Snoop's tape a tape of snoop rapping to dre and dre loved it and said warren bring him through and that's how we got they fast forward the wow. fuck out of that and straight out of compton they just skipped that because it didn't have anything to do with nwa they're just like hi my name is snoop yeah 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 well yeah hi and there you go bye okay the thing is that was a movie about and it had nothing to do with snoop you could if they would have put that a huge i guess it was more yeah okay Right. That would have been like them. That would have been like if they would have went into that, they would have had to go into Ice Cube discovering or, or hooking up with Warren G and Dub C and making, uh, or Mac Warren G. Mac 10 and Dub C and making what's happening. It'd be like the 10 hour documentary. Thing. Right, exactly. So, so shout anyways. out to 2020, not the Houston thing, sorry. Uh, shout out. Shut up. In 2020, <laughs> there will be a 10 hour, I think 10 or 30, I forget, hour long Netflix documentary of Michael Jordan. I have my tent out, camping out for that. Wait, a so, uh, uh, what? A documentary. Of Michael Jordan? 30 yes. hours? I cannot wait. Wait, wait, 30 hours? I cannot. It's either 10 or 30, <laughs> and I know those aren't close, but I'm all in. <laughs> no, have you ever played Spades? No. Okay, yeah, I was about to be like, you're, you're, you're the guest that'd be like, I have uh, two, maybe six. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Two with a possible six. Yeah. <laughs> like, dog, shut up. <laughs> I no, but, okay, so, the, 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 West, the West Coast sound, the West Coast sound, Dre, and, you know, kind of pioneered, you know, um, the whole G-Funk sound, which kind of created, before, before that, in rap, the West Coast didn't have a sound. Everybody had a sound, like, the, the South wasn't really popping yet, but the East Coast, you knew what East Coast rap Sounded like yeah who, because who they boom bap hell yeah I love that boom bap too like, who yeah. was uh, Dre with before NWA that the Wrecking Crew yes World Class World Wrecking, Wrecking Crew, Crew was, yeah, was, I I never like listened to them I know of them but like did I never listened to them either but they that was I more, know that, what was, that, that was more like a, them club hip hop yeah it sounded more that shit sounded more like African Mbada type shit like it was more mm-hmm. early hip hop you know scratching like yeah. electronic music and shit that he was just a DJ in that but right um so. Until he started doing his own thing. Right, well, yeah, he got easy to recruit him and all that, but... Well, not like his own solo thing, but like... Right, yeah. Creating his own right. music for right, right, what he right. wanted. So, um... The West Coast... I mean, I mean, if you think about the West Coast, the 90s, what the West Coast had, especially the early 90s, like... I don't think there's any other artist that carries that feel. I'm not talking about lyrically or, you know, whatever, but the way he, the way he lays himself on the beat. And the production that he has going, yeah. it really puts me in the vibe of like I feel like I'm listening to like Dog Pound or like just you the know, very some, some beginning of G thing. What is it? Or one, 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 one two. two. 
three into the, the, the way. But think think about that. You can tell that Snoop and them influence YG because the way the way YG will come off and say some of his lyrics and shit will be will have that twang to it. Like like when he was like uh, in that one song, he was like uh, Sue. Oh, oh God, I'm trying to think of the name of the song. Uh, Sue Woo Gang, I don't bang. Like the way he said like when he in that song, he was like. Um, I'm a gang banging ass dad. Like the way he, the way he lays his lyrics, the way he lays his bars has like this West Coast gang bang like twang to it. It's different than what Kendrick does. It's different than what than what the game does. It's different than what um, even even Schoolboy or any of them like it's different than what TDE or any of the niggas that's coming out the West right now. No, it's even different than um, E40 and E40 40 is a Bay Area legend. Yo, like, right? Yeah. E40, but yeah, I mean, when you hear E forty, you definitely think Bay Area, which is all West Coast, but it's not the West Coast sound. Right, right, right. It's a little yeah. The Bay Area has their own. Bay Area has always had their own little thing, and I think they don't get enough credit too for what they've done. Yeah. for. you know, I mean, you got short and everything. Like all of them niggas in the Bay Area definitely, definitely get their shit off. But current day artists, who do you think? Who do y'all think? Is really carrying that West Coast sound like the most authentic. They would. I'm gonna say Cube, but that's only because I like the only YG song that I listen to is FDT. Okay. And I don't know much of. Uh, I need to listen more. Fuck <laughs> Donald Trump. Man, they Put got Donald Trump. They got a lot of good shit on this album. Like play, like play too much. Uh, dog, the song "Do Not Disturb" with Kamaya and um. Kamaya and uh, G Easy, G shout out G Easy. I, I like dog. I think he be getting this shit off. Um, and then what was the other one? Stop snitching, of course. Oh, he got the baby on uh, the remix of Stop Snitching, so that's that's dope. Um, the cruiser, the cruiser. Uh, man, it's just the, the the vibes on this shit. He um, he do say some pretty. The song in the dark. <coughs> let me tell you something. The song in the dark is pretty. Cheesy. It's like it's weird because he just saying some cheesy ass shit, but it's also good at the same time. It's like cheesy, like bro, what you just goddamn say? But it's like still dope. Hard bottoms and white socks is the intro to the album, and that motherfucker go hard because he's he's pretty much claiming claiming like how he is the West, and that's when I, that's when I really have to start thinking about like, damn, don't nobody sound West Coast like YG, dog. Like nobody sounds West, as West Coast as YG, and I think everybody should listen to if you start start to see the, the first track, listen to that. But uh, we're gonna talk about some great points in the album. So, um, do not disturb and stop snitching. And oh, do your dance too. That shit, that shit is super West Coast, super vibey, dog. Like a few you just want to see walking and shit with that shit. What's the name ago. of this album? Album's called For Real, For Real, For Real, For Real. Four, the, the number four, real, and then the number four, real. Word. Cody, you were saying a few years ago. I just remember, a few years ago, I remember telling McCoy that I feel like he should be like. There should be a job occupation title called hip hop professor, and that he should be that, because that's how I just realized that's how I feel when he does this music segment, and I'm just like sitting back here quiet, like listening, so like giving myself homework, like yeah, hey, listen to this album, this song, like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you should definitely have a music segment in a podcast or something. People dude, would listen to that tight, shit, yeah, definitely. That's it. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we before we wrap up the music segment. Again, I want you guys to chime in. Who do you think is the who's best? Who's the most West Coast? Who's the most authentic West Coast artist of the young, of the newer guys, of the people of maybe like the last five to ten years? The most consistent West Coast, uh, or the most people with the, let me rephrase that. Of the last ten years, or of the new niggas, five to ten, 
who do you think is the most authentic sounding West Coast artist? Again, I say YG. I say nobody has that bounce or lays lays vocals like y, YG does. Now, before we wrap up music, though, I really, 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 really got to talk about this new record. Okay, first of all, if you know me, you know I'm a Travis Scott fan. Travis Scott dropped the album last year, Astroworld. Um, on Astroworld, on the song Can't Say, there was an artist by the name of Don Tolliver. Okay. It wasn't tracks one and two. I haven't heard it. Because track three was with Drake, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> you, let Drake, you let Drake ruin that album for you? It's a whole album. I'll, I'll go back. I'll go hits. back. I, I still, it's been way too long. Can't say, can't say, I'll listen to Coffee Bean. Coffee Bean's amazing. But Can't Say had an artist by the name of Don Tyler on there. Don Tyler is also from Texas. I believe he's from Houston. Ugh. And I think he's actually, I think, and now I think he signed to Travis after how big that song got and everything. I, I heard he, he hates it there in Houston. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because, yeah. Because Houston's bad. <laughs> I heard that they're I heard that they're racist to Asian people in Houston. Uh, really, really racist. And there's alligators that chop people's especially, dicks off. <laughs> especially the half Asians. The ha- oh my god, the half Asians are. I heard that they get really, really harassed out there. People throw oranges at their cars when they're driving. It's crazy. Um, it's Don- <laughs> wait, wait, you came up with oranges out of anything? <laughs> I'm sorry. They throw shrimp fried rice. So <laughs> Who wants to waste shrimp fried rice though? Where um, you going, you? <laughs> but so okay, so Don Tolliver dropped a single, dropped two singles actually. Um, he dropped a single called "Best You Have" and "No Idea." Okay, Don Tolliver's whole style, his whole vibe, is like it's sing song rap, but it's different. It reminds me of T Pain, like the way he does his thing reminds me of T Pain in 05, and we all know how good T Pain was in 05 and 06. Right, dog was snapping. Every single track, dog could do no wrong. I'm trying to t- okay. So right after Don Tyler had never dropped the dropped the project until right after Astral World, he dropped his first his first project, which was uh, Donnie Walmack. Fucking love that, top to bottom. Fucking love it. So I'm like, okay, I'm waiting on the I'm waiting on the album. Yo, what you should do um, on Facebook group yeah. is do um, Rue McCoy's music choice of the week. And then put on there an album or whatever that you want us to check out and listen to. Because there's plenty of times where I'm like, yo, I got to check that shit out. Mm-hmm. And then we'll end the episode and then I go about my life and forget everything. You can yeah. always listen to the episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely <laughs> listen to the episode. But then, <laughs> so that's two times McCoy's that I forget. McCoy's homework. Right. Professor McCoy's homework. Right. 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 Something like that. You should definitely drop that in the group. I will, I will do that for everybody. And then you got to, afterwards, after you listen to the album... Write an essay. Uh, write an essay. Write to a Mexican person. Um, so <laughs> I don't snitch. I mean, to say write a Mexican person. <laughs> you have a Mexican pen pal. Like, I got a sketch of a Mexican person. Don't <laughs> think I made you dig. Just from. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You gotta give me money now. Look, I think I made you churro. <laughs> a grande, I made you churro. <laughs> Whose hombre is this? <laughs> um. But yes, so he dropped the single. Mi amigo. All right. All right. <laughs> my mom. The, my mom. <laughs> Jesus. El, I'm looking at El Vaz de Ferran. <laughs> El Vaz de Ferran. El Vaz. So, Don Tyler. <laughs> he dropped the single. Called No Idea. Okay, let me just tell y'all how good this thing was. And I'm so pissed because the fucking song is only 2 minutes and 33 seconds. We gotta stop this shit. That's fucking terrorism. 
<laughs> Stop making these short ass songs that be goddamn good. And I'm waiting for a second verse or a, a, a repeat chorus or a bridge or some shit, and it don't happen. And then Thank shorten you. them other shits because them um, shits be long for no reason. Right, exactly. All that shit Drake be doing. Um, a Drake started. Drake didn't start it, but it was a whole. Who? Drake didn't start it, but Aubrey, Jimmy, he didn't start it, but it was a whole <laughs> thing around after like Take Care and shit, like just extending songs, like making songs extra long and changing the songs up midway. And I remember I mentioned this in 2013. I'm like, why do all the best songs switch up now? Like why do all the like like oh my god, know yourself. Uh, um, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, know yourself. That first part of that song, he wasted that beat because he could have did so much shit to that beat, and it switches up and then he goes into running through the six with my walls. But I I hate that part of the song. I hate that part of the song. I love that first part where he's like, uh, I don't like how serious they take themselves. I've always been me. I guess I know. he could have did a whole. He could have did that for six minutes. And a song would have been fucking amazing. He changed it. And th- there's this thing where people either make too short of songs or they make the song long and then they switch the song up mid-song. Stop doing that. Please. Uh, that's all that uh, Justin Timberlake was doing on um, um, 2020. 2020 Vision. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. 2020 Experience. Yeah, that. So the, the, um, the, the thing with that song, uh, with that CD, um, like the songs he transitioned to, they were not tight, but they should have been on the track. So right, exactly. Didn't yeah. hear them, exactly. Be on that track because it had nothing to do with the last track. It did. I mean, kind of, but still, but the switch two up. different I know, ideas. Because yeah. Kendrick do that shit all the time too. Yes, dog. I, I hate that shit. Give me the song and then give me another song. Right. Just right. make two songs. Why do I have to like skip to like like? It's a ten minute track anyways. Mm. That's two songs. Remember, Fucking split them. Remember when um the oh my god, this is the only time I feel like it worked, but it was so weird. Pyramids by Frank Ocean. Oh yeah, two, duh, two. The duh. transition was necessary for that song. It was. It was I, I don't so want to hate it, but it was a long, that was a long ass song. Mm-hmm. And both, but both pieces are incredibly amazing. Mm-hmm. And and the story that's being told, mm-hmm. the story that's how he being flips them from yeah. ancient Egypt and yep. how we were queens yep. until the pyramids now being a strip. Like it's it's a dope yes. psychological song, right? So I want to hate that, but that's a good question. But if you're not, if you're not pyramid, stop make, giving me two songs in one. If you're not pyramid, if you're not pyramids, <laughs> if you're not telling a concise story, yeah. Then if there's it's no two reason for there to be this long ass bridge to this other song right. that has nothing to do with the first fucking part, right? Um, there's a lot of songs that like it's trying to tell a story, and I guess it connects to the song, but the transition sucks, and so it just makes the songs feel longer. It doesn't make make it feel like it's significant to me, right? Now, my whole reason to go into that is because this song by Don Tolliver, No Idea, is super short. Mm-hmm. But when I tell you that I'm in love with this song, I don't think there's another piece of music I've heard in the last month or two. that I, Do you know how many times I've replayed? Like, literally, last night, I ran to get food, and that was about a 20-minute excursion. Hmm. And this song is two minutes. And I just turned this song on and repeated the song. That's how good this song is. This song is vibe. It's called No Idea. Um, I, I can't even describe how good, how perfect this song is for me. I, I want, if, if you take nothing out of this music, out of this podcast today, l- look up Don Tolliver, but look up No Idea. He just dropped it um, the past week, and this song is so good, dude. It's so, the way he, the way he sings, the way he sings and, and laces his shit is incredible. Like, he, ha- he does that sing-song rap thing, but he- he's not afraid to stretch his voice or get real, like, high pitch. Other rappers try to find their little niche and kind of do their R&B thing. He's not really... D- he's doing R&B, but it's like... 
he's doing R&B in a way that reminds me of like the 70s or some shit where he's really stretching shit. Like he's really pushing his voice. Um, so he'll get, he'll like, there's some a raspiness about Don Tolliver's voice where you can hear like, it, it, you kind of hear kind of some pain and then when he's saying shit. It's so dope. And on top of that, when the nigga really rapping, he raps. When the, the, Check out Donnie Walmack and, and check out uh, Back End. Cause he's like doing his thing, so I made a lot of money on the back end. But when he's doing his verses, he's getting the shit off. So I fuck with, I fuck with Don Tolliver. But I need everybody, if you take nothing else again from this podcast, listen to Don Tolliver's No Idea, download that, put it on your phones, and just vibe. Cause that shit, that's some shit you you smoke a blunt to, you pop a pill to, you get in a in an absolute zone. And I'm so mad because it's only two minutes and thirty three fucking seconds. He wrong for that, and he know it. And probably the first ten seconds is. The, the intro it's just the song coming into itself so really like 2 minutes and 23 seconds that song's amazing so YG for the album for real for real check it out tell me who's your who you think is the most authentic West Coast artist and top choice of song for the next month no idea Don Tolliver gang hey on that note speaking of people who have pain and emotions Sure. Russell hates some shit. We're not gonna be able to do that in that harmony if you go to Houston. I just want you to know that. it's not gonna ever sound the same when you're in Texas. You guys did pretty good. The, the pod life. hates Houston. The pod shit. hates Houston. <laughs> 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 fuck Drake and Houston. Like, All right. We're naming this podcast "Fuck Houston." <laughs> yep, this episode is "Fuck Houston." Brought to you by Small. Fuck Houston. Uh, All right, fuck Houston, Big Blake. Cody. Just name my phone Houston. <laughs> it's funny because this leads right into kind of like what I wanted to talk about. Oh, does Houston? it? <clears throat> no. Leaving their friends behind. I, I understand. Family. Expectations. That, 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 entitlement. Ego. Damn it. I was like this is gonna be about oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So Russell I was like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's actually not true, man. That. Yes, you can do. Uh, <laughs> um, I was uh, watching a string of YouTube videos, and I've always been a fan of of people who speak about. This um, is dumb, but how many YouTube videos do you get to watch for it to become a rope of videos? Or a string? <laughs> A U chord, you <laughs> <laughs> rope. A string of videos. Don't go to U rope. Um, <laughs> or Houston. Or Red Two. <laughs> Red Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, the videos were about um, they're about speaking more confidently, um, being able to socialize better, some aspects of game, some elements of of why pimps and players do what they do or how they do what they do and so it was an interesting uh series of videos all about topics that were related but there was a different approach to each one and the recurring theme that like jumped out to me was how people but predominantly men um react to rejection and how it's usually um, anger yeah how, and violence um how like how women are like terrified for their lives. We kind of talked about this last week about the 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 real on terror in in women when either a guy approaches them or they're in a setting and someone who doesn't seem to have the best interests at heart um, takes it out on them 
and some have lost their lives and many have ended up in the hospital and, and, and been in situations that are at the very least life-alteringly traumatic yeah. to where they probably would and should seek professional help in order to heal and deal with these traumas. And I was thinking like, it's a crazy ego and a sense of entitlement to feel that somebody should react to you how you feel they should. Right. Um, there's a difference between respect and disrespect and on both sides of the table, um, there have been shown um, instances where there was disrespectful advances or dif- disrespectful retreats um, to where you feel some type of way inside, but it doesn't always have to equate to violence. Like it doesn't always have to equate to somebody getting hurt, somebody being destroyed, some life ending, that type of thing. And it got me thinking, when did we as a people get this entitled? How do you know that we just haven't always been like that? It could be. I mean, if we we were talking uh, uh, facetiously earlier about the garden where um, God specifically said, don't do this. And it was like, well, you're not, you're not going to really die. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they partook, they disobeyed, they got kicked out. Um, the thing that was most alluring to them being, oh, we can be like God. I should be like God, because that, that's that's the kind of natural train of thought. Um, we we have this sense of autonomy about things that we feel we should have when we haven't put any work in in order to achieve it. Right. This is true. This is true. Um, I feel like, and in, in, in specifically talking about the idea of like men and how they respond to rejection, like in women, mm-hmm. and I've said this on a couple of the earlier pods too, mm-hmm. like. Um, when a girl's or when a guy's hitting on a girl and then she rejects him and he says like you ain't shit like you were just you were just she was just shit to you she was just some shit to you like she was just she was what you wanted to quote unquote conquer and like now because you were unsuccessful in that now you bashing her like I just feel like when it comes to those types of those types of situations we need to be more you, you have to just be more aware of the fact that you aren't Everybody isn't for everybody. Everything isn't for everybody. Every you know, so like the idea of us being entitled, or the idea of us feeling like people should respond to us in a certain manner. You don't know what that person's hmm. been through, or what, but, why they might not even want to be responding to you. Right? Maybe right, it's right. No, because of how they were. Um, it's definitely because of how they were raised, because they weren't raised properly. But I think we're gonna have a lot more of that within the next generation of these kids. They get trophy participation trophies. No matter what happens, they get a trophy. Because um, these kids and these people in general have no idea how to lose because they always win. They have no idea how to deal with rejection because no one's telling them no. So they don't know Mm. how to react aside from just anger. I mean, it's the same thing that a toddler does when you tell a toddler, no, you can't have that. They don't know how to deal with the frustration. So they throw a little temper tantrum. But the, 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 the actual, the entire perception of that, the entire perspective of that should be flipped. It's not something that you're winning or losing at. It's um, the, th- the the thing that most men and I, and I'll, I'll go from this angle. The thing that most men don't do when approaching a woman is they don't develop a connection. They feel like 
I should say this and it should be like a transaction. It's a logical thing with them. Like I do this, I do this, then you should do this in return. And that's not how relationships, that's not how people work. If you don't establish a connection to something, if your TV has no plug from the base of it to the wall, there's not going to be any spark. They're not, there's not going to be any yeah, power. Yeah, but that's still a logical transition of activities right, that are happening. Right, but that's not a transaction. That's a connection is what I'm saying. The logical piece is to make it a transaction. I'm doing this, so you do this. And that's not how people work. This isn't a store. I'm not purchasing your body for my time. Um, I said in a previous pod that um, my time is valuable. It's something I can't get back. So I'm not saying that, you know, you have to sleep with me or anything like that, but you have to be worth my time because I could be doing something else with my time. I'm giving you the most important thing I have besides my life is my time. I did. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Which I drew for you, right? (laughs) It was bigger than you thought. (laughs) And that's, you think about in the mirror, like, like, ran out of ink, but it could have been <laughs> That's why they like fucking in the mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just in the mirror. I'm larger than they appear. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I keep a funhouse mirror in the house. <laughs> oh, it's, fun, it's funny shape today. <laughs> it's too curvy. It actually looks like an eggplant. <laughs> Look, baby, balloon animal. <laughs> you know what you gotta do. Blow it. Ah! <laughs> Something's wrong with us. All right. <laughs> but that's the main thing I came across. There's a disconnect. <laughs> there isn't. There isn't a rapport built, and not even just the connection between person to person, but the person. <laughs> Well, I mean, <laughs> <Cody dribbling laughs> <on> <laughs> but there's a disconnect from <laughs> the person to themselves because they don't know what they really want. Right. They don't know how to um, they don't, create that connection. Yeah. They probably yeah. haven't had that type of connection before, so they don't know how to build one. Why they th- why it should be important to have one. Right. Instead of just looking for that quick fix that we always do. Right. Yeah, I see right. what you're saying. People are looking at other people as uh, materials as opposed to actual persons. Right. I feel it, like there's a lot of people, and it might, I don't know if I'm wrong saying this, be mostly guys who think more in the now instead of the long-term effects. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, it kind of goes with, like, with relationships, you mm-hmm. know. You shouldn't just think like, okay, th- I, I want to sleep with this person right now when the other person's thinking, well, I want a long-term relationship kind of thing. I think that's people in general. Uh, do you guys watch Netflix, uh, She Gotta Have It? Mm-hmm. I've been talking about it the all first, the time. Yeah, the first, mm-hmm. the first season I did. Well, that horror. What time is it on? <laughs> what time uh, is it on Netflix? Just... Whenever you turn it on, honestly. <laughs> but, um, okay, well... <laughs> The premise of the show, I, I guess I mean, it doesn't matter to go into the show. Um, I think, in general, people have an issue with thinking ahead. You don't consider consequences. Mm-hmm. All you think about is the now. And then when the consequence happens yeah. is when you're like, oh, oh, well, what, why are you mad at me? Why are you acting this way towards me? And, this didn't work out how I thought it Yeah, this, this isn't fair. Like, no, bitch, you just didn't. Consider the consequences of your actions. You're living in the moment. The whole YOLO type 
deal and now you got to deal with the consequences I, I, I really think a lot of the kids these days that oh man we're gonna have a whole generation of people that don't know how to deal with consequences rejection loss anything like that and there's yeah. no there's no reparation plan for anybody anymore right it's um it's, um it like like your phone it's very rare that you will go and get it repaired usually you just get another phone even right. companies that you go to are like yo i want this phone um, is there any way you can fix it? They're like, well, we'll, go, we'll offer you an upgrade. Here's yeah, the newest stuff. You don't need that old phone. Society. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so there's no attachment to most anything because everything is disposable. And that's and nobody how, is ever wrong. Like you, it, you can't go online and tell somebody that you disagree with their argument. Mm-hmm, because you're no, attacking them. You're wrong. Why are you attacking me? But, no, dude, you're actually wrong. The mm-hmm. math doesn't add up. Right. It's just how it is. Right. Here are the facts. There's no accountability. There's no... Um, pursuing growth and you know um, if you're not with well, me you're against me is this society's way of thinking and it's, I just it's, saw, a, it's a halfway it's a halfway type of growth but go ahead I just saw something on Facebook that my buddy's dad shared this morning that um, was this Gary Oldman said uh, if I disagree with you it does not mean that I hate you mm-hmm. and we need to relearn that as a society right most definitely because you don't have to like you need to think of what I'm thinking, or you're wrong. It's, okay, you have a different point of view. We can see how each other think, or we can just, okay, he doesn't think the way I think, and that's fine. There's, that's why it's called a fucking opinion. Right. A fucking opinion. Right. I bring up the, the idea of being fair-minded versus open-minded, um, because there are people who are, who are closed-minded, and I'm just going to think what I'm going to think, and everybody else is wrong. Fuck them. Um, there's open-minded people who's like, I believe what I believe. Oh, that's what you believe? Okay, that's open-minded. Fair-minded is, I believe what I believe. What did you say you believed? That's interesting. Let me go see what that actually... Because how does to that... To try to learn what How does that right, affect what I, I like believe? Am, is, yeah. is what I believe yeah, now wrong? Yeah, is it a combination of things? Should I delve deeper into this? Or am I cool with this? If I'm cool with this, then that's cool. That's a cool idea, but that's just not what I believe. That's what fair-minded does. It offers the um, person the ability to challenge their own beliefs in order to develop their thinking and we've uh, said that before if you're not challenging yourself then you're failing at life right uh, you're running in place treadmill <laughs> um the other thing i was going to say is that um as far as the whole reparation thing people look to repair the spots that have holes or the spots that have been hurt but don't work on restoring the whole person we take bits and pieces yeah. of things like um I was just in a relationship and I got hurt. So I'm going to heal that part that they hurt so that nobody can hurt me that way again. And I'm stronger here, but there's other issues that I, I still need to work on that I may not be working on. It's cool to save your house, uh, to cleanse your house, but if you got holes in the walls, other shit can get in. You know what I mean? True. Damn. So it's like you're working on a specific problem instead of trying to deal with the whole person, figuring out who you are as a person, and then oh, seeing that, how you. That's a super the world. daunting task. If it you, is. If you consider the <coughs> the house metaphor that you're saying, you can only work. I guess you can work on a bunch of projects all at one time, but it makes more sense and it's financially feasible to just work on one thing. You fix that part, then you move to another part. You fix that part, you go to another part, you fix that part. Right. What I'm saying is that the growth is just that. It doesn't necessarily move to the rest of the person. I'm fine the rest of the way I am. 
even though oh you're saying that they just they'll just focus on just fixing this part of the house like I have a good foundation that's that's fine yeah but you still don't have a fucking roof right yeah whatever like God just fix my legs so I can walk but you can't see like (laughs) should we fix the the problem that's probably causing the other problems right so you're saying people fix one thing and then be okay instead of fixing that one thing and then looking at other things that they can or dealing with the core issue because and that's because Feeling some kind of way because you're overweight does not fix the problem that you may have a self uh, a self confidence issue or a self esteem issue because it shouldn't matter what you look like to anybody else. That's their business. That's none of your business. But how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. is yes. what matters the most. So if you feel good about yourself, no matter what your size, you're more than likely going to start taking care of yourself better because you want to be healthier. You don't want to just be fit. Right. Self love. Wow. And that's really, that's like my biggest thing is, I've, I know I've said this before, I don't love myself. And you always talk about self-love, and my girlfriend doesn't like that I don't love myself. She thinks mm-hmm. I should, which I'm not arguing with that. But I'm a bit of a perfectionist, and mm-hmm. if there's only one thing wrong with me, I still hate because I could be perfect, and I'm a perfectionist, and I just see like a tally mark list of things. Then that why I the hell would the intros be all off sometimes? <laughs> Sometimes the bass drums not, not be lining up. <laughs> Wait a minute, stop. Wait a minute. You hate yourself? Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, this is new. Because I'm not perfect, and I will never be perfect, but I strive for perfection. Okay, wait. But there's always little just, Okay, let's dial it back for one second. Okay. Cody hates himself. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, wait, like, like, I didn't realize that you did not love yourself. I don't Do want to say, hug? like, hate, hate, but, I mean, if I'm not, if I don't 100% love myself or see like I'm per- or I have no nothing wrong with me then I would love myself but there's always things I'm trying to change or work on whether they're easy simple or they're difficult or long term you know right with physically emotionally I just mentally feel like, okay and I'm totally understandable I just feel like you should still love who you are even in even in fixing those things you're fixing them perfecting them and I feel because like because you love yourself enough to want to perfect it's them. easier said than done because I could be like well at least I'm working on it so that should be a good step in the direction and you know but I'm like well I'm not there yet it's like when you start a job you're still learning and training stuff like that but you expect to know everything like right away and it's not right. going to happen well it's daunting I don't know I think there's a better word for it. I don't think you hate, hate yourself. You're right. Right. I think you have a, I think you do I love just wish yourself. I was you just yeah, you wish that you were a better person. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was, was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a then dog collar. I wish I had a regular hat with a bat and six something. <laughs> All that. Right, exactly. But yeah, can you not can you do me a favor as one of your close friends and not hate yourself? <laughs> Or at least not say that you hate yourself because you, you don't, don't hate yourself. He, but if he does, if he does hate himself, he needs to say it so I, as his friend, can tell him he's dope. That's there's, my job. There's there's a concept friend. in the Bible that you have what you say. Um, my mom likes to quote this to uh, us occasionally because you really and there's other cultures that believe you really speak what you want, what you desire, what you yeah, have yeah. into existence, um, into the universe, the into secret. karmic um, resolution. Um, but you speak kind of what what you say now it's it's not just um positive uh imagery like the secret kind of pushes it's more of a um 
thoughts become words, and words usually translate to action. Like waking so, up in the morning, looking in the mirror, and saying, "You're awesome. You're gonna kill this day." And think, and they said, um, I think it was a study done maybe like five years ago, where it takes seven or greater words to, or positive words to, um, basically destroy one negative. So it takes that much more energy and and thought the and focus the to to destroy negative rather than being positive in the first place. So I'm not saying that, you know, you know, you're in a car accident and you're like, Oh, God damn bitch. <laughs> I'm alive. But you know, half my body. I mean, there's going to be something that, you know, you know, there's going to be consequences for every action and they may have negative and but being blindly and stubbornly, stupidly positive doesn't help any more than being negative. Um, being real doesn't mean being pessimistic. But knowing that, you know, okay, I have some things that I have to work on, but I'm pretty dope. Ego, as I first said, is basically self-pride. It's our self-mental projection of us. And so a lot of people put that on the line with transactions instead of connecting theirs to someone else's. That's the difference between um, being connected to somebody and transacting what you want or what you feel you deserve from somebody to somebody. Because there's always a loss in transaction, but there's not usually a loss in connection. The substance. The substance, indeed. <laughs> Cody, love yourself. Right, please. <laughs> love yours. Right. Life that's better than yours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm saying, he loves himself. No such thing, no such thing. So, speaking of uh, shit being fucked up and Cody not loving himself, fucked up story of the week? Yeah. Oh, hey. This kind of ties into what we were talking about because, you know, kids not getting the right guidance and things like this. And they're and wanting to move to Houston. Yeah. Not loving themselves and... Uh, moving to Houston. No, actually, this is uh, in Russia. This uh, Houston, Russia. <laughs> Houston, Russia. <laughs> Russian Houston... <laughs> this Russia, we have a 14 year old uh, kid murdered his friend by stabbing him 27 times after losing a computer game against him that tied in perfectly with what we were talking about wow yeah well because 27 times 27 not 26 27 <laughs> because he lost a computer game what's funnier than 24 against the dude 25 stupid <laughs> 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 Yeah, dude, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And this is worldwide, dude. These, I fear for the future. And I, I think maybe that's a sign of getting old. Because that's something that old people would say about our generation. Like, oh, I don't know. Future doesn't have, look so bright looking at these kids. But, dude, these kids don't know how to lose a fucking game without right. killing somebody. I wow. so I was playing Super Mario Kart 8 or whatever with uh, my kid, and he's like, oh, you won again. I'm like, yeah, but you're still racing. There's 12 other people, like all the rest are computer, but like, there's 12 other people. You gotta, like, keep going. You could beat the other people. Like, let's go. He's like, yeah, but you won already. I'm like, but you could win better. You like, could beat second. So I'm like, look it. He's like, yeah, I got eight place. I'm like, but out of 12, so there's four other people that you beat. Like, what the... I mean, that's actually a good life lesson. However, no kid is looking at Mario Kart like, I got fucking 8th place. Like, ah, I'm so good. No. That's, 
I, but but I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the lesson you're giving him. Or damn, I just got to practice more, get better. Right. right, right. That's the that's the lesson Which we had. I was eating yesterday. Uh, dinner. Practicing eating. I was eating dinner yesterday. Eight place. <laughs> and and so he was playing by himself. Eight place. And I took the plate. switch away. Eight plate. <laughs> the Nintendo Switch. Nobody got that joke. Okay. And because I was not playing, because I know he'd do really good if he was if I wasn't playing, but he took first place overall. Nice. I'm like, look at this. Motherfucker. Uh, somebody go motherfucker. Somebody look at this. You the best. Because uh, I, I used best. to tease with him and be like, who's the best? You are. Who's second best? I am. That's right. <laughs> Damn. But no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're a great father. You're raising another country. <laughs> <Yeah, bitch. laughs> Fuck. No much better. Oh, yeah. Love yourself. <laughs> Come on. Uh, right. I mean, I got to edit that, man. <laughs> love yourself, S.A. <laughs> Oh, like, oh, short, story. <laughs> short story. Short oh, story. Literally. Short story. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Five hundred characters or less. <laughs> so yeah, that that's pretty much the point, man. I mean, love yourself, but these people need to learn to deal with consequences and rejection and just negative things. You you will live. You will move on. Things will. Another day will come. The sun will rise. Lord willing, the sun will rise. You will live to see another day. But unless you, you you're just, that kid who got stabbed twenty-seven times, yeah. Unless, uh, but yeah, but there's no reason to stab somebody or kill anybody because you lost the game. It's just a fucking game. It's just a fucking game. <laughs> fucking kids, man. I just. God. Yeah, that that was a fucked up story of uh, of the week. And the fun, and fact, the fun fact is that there was twenty seven stories of stabbings in Russia. <laughs> no, actually, the fun fact is polar bears could eat as many as eighty six penguins in a single sitting. Yeah, eighty six four penguins. <laughs> but polar but bears are amazing, and polar bear the, the habitat for polar they're on the opposite bears. sides of the world, aren't they? Polar bears and penguins. Yeah. There are penguins yeah. everywhere, dude. There are penguins in South Africa. There are penguins in up north and no, Antarctica. I thought they were... White people take things everywhere where they shouldn't be. Penguins <laughs> I thought, everywhere. I thought the main predators for penguins were actually, um, I think, sea lions and orcas. That's why I thought they were on opposite side. One was at the North Pole and one was at the South Pole. Wait. Oh, I, I know I'm no. stupid and don't listen half the time, but why are we talking about sea lions and orcas when we're talking about polar bears and penguins? Because you just act... Because polar bears no can thing, eat no 86 penguins, but penguins' natural predators are usually sea lions and orcas. Oh, see, yeah, I wasn't listening. My headphones are off. Um, Eventually, I w- but what about one of my life goals is to go to a restaurant that they're serving penguins mm-hmm. because I feel like penguins taste really, really good. You Asian bastard. Well, look. All right, Hannibal Every Burgers. flightless Do you bird. you got a side of cockroaches? <laughs> Butterflies? No. Um, <laughs> if it's flightless, I'm assuming that meant God was like, well, it's flightless because I want you to eat this. I made it easier for you to catch. Like Mon- chickens. Mon- chickens are flightless. And ostr- I've had ostrich steak pretty good. Is it monarch arella steak and shit? Ostrich is pretty good. It probably tastes like chicken. It does. That's what I'm saying. These flightless creatures were meant to be eaten, and I need to eat a penguin to prove it. Flamingo. Haven't had that, but I would like to try it. I, I haven't had a bad flightless creature yet. Well, they don't have penguins in Houston. No. 
Guess you're gonna have to stay. <laughs> Why, Cody? Because there's penguins in Wisconsin. <laughs> right. <laughs> the zoo, man. <laughs> Burleigh. <laughs> Burleigh. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that is uh, that's the fun fact of the week, and this is episode twenty nine. Wow. It's the homie TS, aka C Nova. You know I gotcha, and you can follow me on Twitter at C Nova or C Nova KPZ. Please, people in um. Mexico, Spain, all those other countries. Follow us. It's your boy, Rick McCoy, a.k.a. Mr. What They Do, a.k.a. Young Splash God. And you know, you can find me on uh, Twitter and... Ta-ta! Ta-ta, and Instagram, which I'm never on. Uh, Rick McCoy. And also uh, Snapchat, which I frequent here and there at Rick McCoy Rebel. So, Don Tyler. Cody, a.k.a. Brody. Aka Ghost. Aka this is the voice and the reason that you're staying in Milwaukee, not Houston. <laughs> <laughs> this is Russ, Barman, aka yeah, Teddy Russ, aka Rust of Us. <laughs> you can find me. Your <laughs> bitch, my man. <laughs> on Snapchat. At E-C-K-Z-R-E-Y-D-E-T. Twitter at E-C-K-Z underscore R-E-Y-D-E-T. And on <laughs> Instagram at Candid Cupidity, which is C-A-N-D-I-D underscore C-U-P-I-D-I-T-Y. One day we're going to talk about you changing your goddamn names on Twitter and shit, because this shit getting out of hand. I keep trying to find, I try to find you my goddamn self, and I can't, so. And we do this every week. Text writer, you are right already. Text writer, community. Text writer, community. Computerlove.com. I still remember the first time I saw the X-ray. I was like, damn, he literally hey, met. But you it's niggas like got like itself. sound effects for handles and shit. Hit <laughs> <laughs> <Head> ass. <laughs> right. So you can find me at just like that. Gang. Block. <laughs>